I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco, the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence, the Tremere. Our scene opens up with cold, dark blackness. The kind of blackness that is bereft of any light at all. Nothing coming in their doors or window panes or the kind of blackness that you would need supernatural capabilities to be able to see through. The kind of blackness that also makes you painfully aware of the silence that you are within. And after holding here for a moment, there is sound that peeks through this blackness and not quite voices but muffled sounds can be heard before a thin shaft of light and slightly elevated noises from off to the one side as light pours in while the door that had kept this room closed for so long is rolled to the side and there we see Art and Missy buffeted by the ghosts that exit this room and they behold the staked and one might say entombed form of Samuel Cartwright. The apple in its fanged mouth and the single eye that is facing their direction flicks over to this disturbance that draws its attention. Uh, it's up to you guys now. Art's going to take in the state of this vault, the plants, the pot, the tree, the apple, and the vampire that is holding it. And he's just going to hesitate there for a minute more and then reach into a pocket and pull out a cigarette. And light it up with his little plasma torch as he wraps his mind around this conspiracy that has uh, apparently been uncovered. And we'll take a deep breath and exhale. Well, Mischief, I am very sorry. I believe we are fucked. Missy's outside the area on the floor against the wall. And she kind of moves her head to kind of look inside and sees the cigarette end light up. <sighs> Told you not to open it. Well. Told you cur- not to open it. Curiosity killed the, not only Cat, but the, a couple of construction workers and perhaps uh, ex-Prince Samuel Cartwright, uh, Your Excellency. And he will... Uh, Touch the butt of the cigarette to his head in like a salute towards the corpse. <laughs> so Missy will shove off the wall, stand up, kind of mope into the room. Why are we fucked? And then she'll see the, the body in the tree and all of that. Speechless. As you stare at it in your speechless state, you will recognize all of the stuff across the ground from your premonition. Art's going to uh, pop open his notebook and he's going to start sketching. Uh, he's going to sketch the 
basically the, the ground schematics of the vault, what is actually in here, um, a stick figure with an apple in front of it, and some angry eyebrows on the stick figure. And then he'll add some angry eyebrows to the apple, too, because he doesn't know. Missy kind of shakes herself uh, out of the shock, and, and she says, no, 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 we're not fucked. No, no. And then she'll point at the ground. I saw this. We're not fucked. When I was trying to find a way out, I had that premonition of the snake and eating itself, and it had that big word. It starts with the O, and it's uh, like, uh, I don't know. And it had all the leaves and the roots, and that's what this is. So this is part of that, which means we're, this is, we're good. This is going to help us. This is going to get us, get us out of the Jimmy and Jimmy situation. Uh, I am intrigued by what you have to say, and I wish to know more. Well, I told you everything about the premonition. And now we found it. Yes, we have done this. Yeah. Yes, you have done this. Uh-huh. So, my part's done. You figure it out. That's your job. That is my, my job is to turn this and he gestures to this kindred tree. I have to turn all of this into a get out of stake free card. <sighs> okay. Well, what do we know? We know that Catherine Phillips, current prince of the city, sorry, Prince Cartwright, knows about this location. We know that her money was involved in the creation of the mall. We know that somebody with skill at architecture and magic had a hand in creating the vault and the seals around this vault. We know that some sort of blood sorcery had to have been involved. And uh, we know that some sort of... Um, I'll just come out and say it. Some sort of skill with oblivion had to be involved because of the specific warding against spirits, which is not something I typically see with blood magic, but then I haven't studied a lot of blood magic yet. I will have to punch Terrence in the face later and lick the blood off of him so I can have access to that. Yes. There's probably easier ways of doing that, but you'd think you'd be used to it by now, wouldn't you? Could you not talk about Terrence and licking at the same time? Thank you. He's going to smoke that cigarette down to the filter in like one solid breath. Ah. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You, okay, what, what do you have? Here we go, here we go. I go to the prince. Mm -hmm. And I say, oh my god, oh my god. We were getting ready to do some like renovations in the mall. And Art asked Jimmy to go down into the basement to check some stuff out. And uh, he was down there for a long time. We didn't know what was going on. So we went down there, right? We mm -hmm. just went down there. And we find Jimmy at this wall going crazy, trying to dig through it. Next thing you know, he turns around and starts beating the hell out of Terrence. We didn't know what to do. And then he ran away, and then he ended up a pile of goop. We could say he busted through the wall and whatever was inside or whatever is this, gesture into the whole room, whatever this is, made Jimmy go crazy and turn into a pile of goo. We don't know what it is. The prince isn't going to be happy that we found this and she's going to want us to shut up. So she's just going to go, okay, that's what happened. And she's never going to ask about Jimmy again. 
That is a very optimistic view of the upcoming turns of events. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do like it. I don't like it that you called me optimistic. Why do you not like the word optimistic? Because nothing ever goes right. You know that. Well, you, but you were, ex- <laughs> you were so excited about this idea. Yes, How I'm I- excited about finding a way that we all don't end up like this. This in particular, yes. Is there anything in arts occult studies that would suggest anything like this? Oh. Is this too crazy for the conspiracy theorist? I mean, so let's roll and we'll see what that comes up with. But you will have uh, some stuff just based upon, you know. Ooh, almost I, a... I have three successes on five dice. Okay, so what specifically would you like answers on in this in this situation? Because it's a it's a wild wild thing that you find yourself in the middle of. And there is some context from your uh your descendant of Zelius Lorshi because you're familiar with ley lines and stuff, and you know that like some ley lines and bullshit is going on. Um what would what would you like to know? Uh let's actually start off with the ley lines and the descendant of Zelios angle because that is what he'd be most familiar with. Uh, okay. wh- what does the vault and the ley line have to do with this particular ritual? So you know that ley lines are a source of power. There is a uh, the symbol, the symbology, and the symbolism of the Ouroboros, the never-ending cycle, rebirth, death, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All all of that good shit leads you to believe that whoever put this together is using the idea of the ley lines as a a power source to keep the ritual ongoing. You're not overly familiar with this specific ritual, so who knows how that's tied in together, but at the same time, it's uh, rituals usually have a, a best-by date, and to to keep things going for 25 years of this complexity that best by date would be long since past okay okay this is significantly overkill when just the stake would do but okay um let's okay let's follow that thread then why is why do we have this level of overkill for when like a stake and a hammer would do uh, give me a, a different role here. Give me something insight-related, something profile related because you've been knowing, you've been working on uh, understanding the kindred of the city for a while. So let's see if you can put a motive to this that is not... Because you're right, a, a stake would be simple. Yeah. Uh, two successes on six with, that is an insight and wits. And I've got three willpower left. Let's fuck it. I'm going to use a willpower and see if we get anything better. Three successes total. Is Art talking out loud? Oh, yes. Just... Cool. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to talk about this out loud. That way, Missy is privy to his innermost thoughts. Uh, Missy, do you have any... Are you paying attention or are you working on some of your own stuff? 
she's kind of standing there, kind of just looking at Art, looking at the guy, looking at the room. She's starting to get a little bored because, you know, Art's yeah. in one of his rants. So I think she's going to kind of just absentmindedly walk around and sure. probably lean against the tree, cop squat. Uh, wondering if you would add anything to his mad ramblings. No, it's best to let Art just go through his ramblings okay. and talk to him when he's done. Sorry, Art, no assist dice in this situation. Uh, oh, well. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, when you are staked, you are immobilized and unable to move. from Just being staked into torpor, at which point it's like going to sleep. It's what happens to you every morning when the sun rises. So whoever went through all of this effort did so because they didn't want the victim, because it could have been really anybody, to pass into torpor. They wanted them, for the lack of a better term, awake for the entirety of that time. Which means it's probably very personal to whoever did this. Some some serious grade-A suffering, torture, shenanigans going on. Okay. Okay. That that is appropriately kindred. So Art is going to go through his ramble, and he will hit the point where he says, well, and if somebody was to go through this trouble, to keep him awake, and his eyes flick back up to Cartwright's face, the eyes are, well, the eye is following you. The other one is kind of blocked by the, the tree growth over his face. But he's doing his best to track you as you move around the room. Which suggests that this is a very personal vendetta against you. And he'll point at Cartwright. And you may have already known about this. Because I have your book. What would Art remember about reading that book? Anything in particular about pissed off people? Um, I'm sure there's a there's we're kindred. There's a legion of people we've pissed off. None of them matter. It's the ones who matter that are angry. They're the ones who get page space in a journal. No. Also, the people you delight in that you screwed them over. So if mm. there's anything in the journal about him bragging how he just screwed somebody else over, that person could be coming after him. A thing that you will very specifically remember, because it was kind of a big deal, is that the uh, the last will and testament part of his journal left instructions for Catherine Phillips to be banished from the city to make her own way in the world and to prove her worth in that way. As far as for somebody that he has personally pissed off or anything along those lines, um, you know just through uh, cultural history of the city, I guess is the term, that part of the reason the city is fractured in the way that it is is because he was a bastard and ruled the city with like a, with an iron fang, as it were. Uh, he was not well-liked. He was not well... I don't want to say appreciated, because you don't really appreciate in the situation. Uh, there would have been any number of powerful kindred that 
are probably older than him that are still in the city. Some of them may be part of this conspiracy, and that was them doing something. But at the same time, who was the one that came up with the idea to to do this instead of just like trying to take him out through show of force or uh, or clout, I guess. Uh, I don't know if that answered your question in a way because this is a. Uh, I mean, in in general, we're talking about means, motive, and opportunity, and yeah. um, by by that wrote, Catherine Phillips has the means, the motive, and the opportunity. Yep. Um, this particular ritual would be something that would require a skill set that most people don't have. In which case, who who would have it? And is typically not a venture skill set. Correct. It's I granted this particular ritual is not something that anybody would see normally. It is a little different, and it is from uh, this from a very specific. Uh, subgroup, I guess, of kindred. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And they soldiered the construction workers. Are Is there evidence of their bodies in here anywhere? Uh, if you want to poke around, you can find some evidence of their bodies. Some of it looks as though the the very roots have overgrown it or grown into, and then use their meat as uh fertilizer yeah that's the word okay sustenance i think is the word i was heading for yeah that tracks uh what else if you want i can pop over and bother missy for a little bit sure uh, Missy, go ahead and roll me your resolve plus all specs if you want. Look, look. As you wander around this room and art is rambling, uh, and you come into physical contact with the, the roots of this tree, uh, what is Missy thinking about? What is she wondering about? Or is she just kind of filtering through art's ramblings? Kind of listening to Art's ramblings, I think, uh, because she told him to f- figure it out. She came up with the plan. He's got to f- figure stuff out. That's his job. Uh, so she'll listen to him and try to follow what he's saying because she never read the book. She never saw the book. Right. Yeah, she doesn't know all the stuff that he knows. So she's just learning stuff as he's saying it. Okay. Well, this is a place of potent magical energies and so many other things. Suffering, Shadowland stuff, ghost stuff. It's it's just a veritable smorgasbord of bad fucking times. Uh, so as you're touching this, I will ask Art, at what point, or perhaps what do you say that sticks in Missy's head while she's touching this tree, this ritual site? Uh, I guess to make things more clear, what is it that she is going to get a premonition based upon you saying? Uh, Wow, you get to choose. 
Yeah, I find a way to answer nice. his questions. Yeah, okay. no, I like it. So Art's Ramble, I think, is it's focusing on the blood sorcery aspect, the actual ritual aspect. He says, this is not something that I've ever seen before. It's not something that I ever consider. You know, I'm, I'm into conspiracies, but the ones I like are the chupacabra, the... Um, uh, the mole men, the people who, who replace other people, the chameleon people, this is some kind of wicked, fucked up garden project. And I think garden project is when she hits that route. Cool. With the context of garden project, uh, what would you, what kind of information would you like me to color this premonition with, Missy? Um... I think it'll take her back to that uh, a premonition where she's on the hill and they're asking her to help tend a garden. Okay. But then I think she might fall through that into another scene. Maybe it gets darker because this we're in a dark place right now. Sure. So as uh, as you're leaning down and touching this root. Uh, Art's rambling will slowly drown itself out as the as the ambient light level in here becomes brighter and brighter. So much so that you actually have to shield your eyes for a second, but then it stabilizes and you're no longer in the room underneath the mall. You are back on top of that hill and the people that you saw before are here. And they have gardening tools in their hand, and they're beginning to fill in the dirt on top of the, the previous prints that they've dug a hole for. Uh, they don't seem to be paying you any kind of special attention until the prince, uh, Catherine Phillips, the, the current prince, hands you a shovel and is like, you know, you want to you wanna help throw some dirt on top, help us... You know, move this along. I think she'll uh, pause a moment, but then she'll timidly ask, move what along? Well, we need to bury him. At that point, she'll look down into the hole? Yeah, there is the prince. He has a fresh apple in his hand. Or, he has a fresh apple in his mouth. And now that you've seen him, I guess in reality is the the proper term here. Uh, he is wearing the same outfit that he is buried in. She'll look back to the prince. Uh, but she'll like move her shovel into the dirt like she's going to do it. But she'll say, what did he do? Oh, well, what didn't he do? Roll me some kind of social-based role in this situation. Whatever you think is appropriate. And you're kind of dealing with yourself slash magic it's don't feel constrained in any kind of ways just figure out something that makes sense because we are so far off the beaten path yeah uh, uh a social role uh insight yeah. with something person? to get information out of this apparition of your malkavianness uh insight manipulation sure i will remind Let's you that you're myself. able to to uh, uh oh, uh oh, Oof -da. Uh, that's a hundred percent success rate of four dice. 
I can manipulate myself like nobody's business. <laughs> you ask the apparition of Catherine what what he did to deserve this, and she takes you to the side, setting your shovel down for one of the other ladies to pick up and continue the work. And you're sat down upon a root, a very large root, and the prince is sitting next to you and begins to explain how in the 1920s, America was a, a place of great change with prohibition, women's suffrage, assembly lines. TV was doing, uh, TV was new and exciting, jazz, all kinds of cultural developments. Um, and during this time, she had a husband. Uh, her husband had a business and they were doing pretty good. And then the depression hits. And then they managed to survive the depression with the wealth from their business mostly intact. It was something that that she prided herself on doing, that her husband never really had the mind for business and that kind of thing. But what she found out afterwards was that it wasn't really their business. It was Samuel Cartwright's business and that her husband was one of his ghouls that was managing his investments to maintain the Ventrue let's say, uh, front-facing this, where it's like his business is succeeding despite everything that was happening looked really good for him in the kindred world. Well, one night when, to Samuel Cartwright's judgment, her husband had earned the, uh, had earned the embrace for his work, he was brought over to dinner. And... At that dinner, the truth came out, and she learned a whole lot of things. Well, she was very angry about this situation because it was her who had been managing the books, who had done everything in her power to keep their companies and their investments afloat. And when this all came out, Samuel was enraged. It became a thing where instead of her husband becoming Ventru as a reward for all of his hard work, he actually embraced Catherine instead. And then Catherine consumed her husband as her first meal as a kindred, which you partially remember that first time you woke up as, as a vampire, how hungry you were. And uh, that is, is more or less her history. And then she begins to tell you a little bit about how he never respected her. He was very... Women have their place, and if it wasn't if it wasn't to save face in the uh, the venture and the kindred circles for uh, for his progeny, Catherine in this case, that he would have reclaimed the blood, aka he would have uh, killed her off for the mistake that was embracing her instead of the man of the house, the one that he thought was uh, responsible for his businesses. Uh, so there was always some resentment from him to her there, uh, which then you know a bit about him just from your time in the city and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Clarifying questions or anything along those lines, because I know I was talking while you were reading, but... No, got it. Okay. 
So she basically, when I say, what did he do? She just says, eh, he was mean to me. Okay. I, not specifically to her. Not, I'm sorry, not only to her. But yeah. he had a, a negative view of most uh, most everybody that was not Ventru, and especially of uh, the fairer sex, be they mortal or kindred. Uh, mm-hmm. More accepting of kindred, because once you're dead, you don't have anything going on in the pants anyway. Um, but some of it could have been that. Some of it also could have been because he was uh, he was misled for so many years. For like for all this time, he thought it was her husband that was doing all of this. Well, now it makes him look bad when he was lied to. I guess is how we can we can look at it. Like he he was made to look the fool made by some cool. yeah yeah okay by his own ghoul. Uh, by not even his own ghoul, by the wife of his own ghoul, some some mortal. Some woman that was able to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Missy will just start putting dirt, throwing dirt on there. Sure. Uh, Catherine throws the last pile of dirt covering his face and the apple. And when that is done, she turns to uh, the assembled. I guess we can call them all kindred, even though one of them is technically a thin blood. And just says, well, now that that's done, we can start on the rest of the city. And it's at that point you come back to reality. And who was all there again? It was Fina, her... It was Fina, a idealized adult version of you, the prince, um, Amanda, the Malkavian that works under Abishai, and uh Alice who is a Tremere. And I guess you would also know Alice is Terence's uh sire. Oh, okay. Okay, so when she snaps uh out of it again, she'll kind of like quickly crab walk away from the the tree and uh kind of just look at art in in a bit of shock and like they all they all did it. They they all just conspired to do it. She she wanted to take control, but other people helped her and they all know and, and there are other people in the city that know that he's here. They all did it. Well, well yeah, that's yeah, that 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 is textbook conspiracy, yes, but you're saying they are all here in Springfield? Yeah. And she'll start rattling off. These are all the people that did it. But wait, I wasn't there, though. There were, if memory serves, from the first time you visited this area, more indistinct shapes of other people. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, in this situation, in the closeness of doing the literal dirty work of burying somebody, mm-hmm. uh, those were the people that were around the... And, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah. She's Monkavian though, and so yeah. she's doing her own That's conspiracy fine. theory. So she's gonna look at it and say, I, "I wasn't there though, uh, but maybe it was somebody like me, or maybe it was somebody from my line." And then she'll kind of stand up, look at Art, and go, oh, "Maybe it was Rosemary." Art's gonna kind of like 
lean back as if he's been struck and then flip to a new page in his notebook and he's going to write down the names um, of the conspirators that that Missy has, has said and then include Rosemary at the bottom of the question mark. And then go back up to Fina. Tap that name. Hmm? The fortune teller has been sitting on this the whole time. Talking to Jimmy every day, who subsequently goes crazy when we come down here. And she's been conspicuously absent for weeks on end. I mean, were you ever in the same room when he did his stupid card pools with her? No, that was not something I was ever privy to. Who knows what she did to him in there? Who knows what they talked? Maybe Jimmy knew about it. That would be really bad form. It does not matter anymore. No, it doesn't matter anymore. No, you're right. We're we're, we're digressing. Okay. They all know, though. And they knew. And now she's gone. And now Jimmy's gone. Yes. And Carol Jackson is gone. And Walter is gone. And Walter's gone. But the, the, the prince and Alice and Amanda and, and Rosemary. Rosemary was there because I wasn't there. I couldn't have been there. I was too young to be there. You were too young to be, an to, old be person to be there. It, it would have to be an old person. Yes. So it has to be somebody in my line, at it, least. And there were not many women in your line that are still unalive. Yes. So. So, Rosemary would be the chief suspect. Which, don't worry about her. But, I think my original plan still works. We go and play stupid, said Jimmy went down there. And maybe it's because Fina left and didn't do what she was supposed to be doing. And maybe it all can all be Fina's fault. Perhaps. It will definitely be blamed on Jimmy. But that does still leave us in a bit of a bind because the names that you have stated are all people of significant influence within the city. I am going to have to send the message to my cousin about his major domo. That will be interesting. And this is something I believe we may have to go to the other barons as well. And um, it sounds so strange to say, but the highest placed women in each of the organizations are the chief suspects. Yeah, she'll kind of thumb at the guy in the tree. This guy was a bit of an asshole to chicks. Was Cartwright still in power when Art first came to Springfield? Uh, how long have you been in Springfield? He would have been kicked out of Ru- in, in like the USSR in like 89. So it would be a question of how long was he allowed to kind of float around the U.S. before he got put there in Springfield. Uh, how That's kind of up to you. How long do you think you've been in Springfield? Uh, as I recall, he was put on a boat, basically staked, until he got to Springfield. So he's been here probably since 1990. Mental math. Uh, yeah, you would have been here under the uh, under the rulership of 
Prince Cartwright for a few years. Not many, but a few. Right. And those would have been very, uh, I guess, tumultuous is the... Is tumultuous the word? Hold on. Yeah. I'd, I'd expect that yeah, art did end up at the mall right away, obviously. But, you know, I'm I'm trying to think, like, Carol Jackson is the one who put him here after after the Chupacabra incident. So in the pocket. Right. So yeah. Art Art would have known of Cartwright, but I think he dodged Elysium as much as possible. And that kind of explains why he's got that old uh, electronic shop, because that was his first haven when he first got to Springfield. Okay. All right. Well, when Cartwright disappeared, I had uh, I hadn't been situated yet properly within the city. You know, I was still elsewhere. So he disappeared. Prince Phillips takes over. Yada yada yada. Um, nothing happens for many years until something happens, and we are all placed at the mall, which is already in decline. Did not take long. She'll look at him confused. I wasn't. What do you mean? You invited me to come and stay there. I was living on the streets, and you said, Oh, there's a mall. You can have a haven. And come live in the mall. You didn't tell me about the 80s music every evening. You didn't tell me about the weird drug addicts that would be everywhere. You just said, Come to the mall. You'll have a haven. And you hear the heathen. I did. And you'll be part of a coterie. Yes, I was. One that kept getting me in trouble, but okay. But again, but like, nobody pulled me there. Like, Prince didn't tell me to stay there. And Carol Jackson certainly didn't tell me to stay here. Mm, Carol Jackson told me to move there. Hmm. And I bet she told Jimmy, too, since Jimmy would do anything for her. Mm-hmm. On account of being her child. Did you know that uh, she actually had that sanctioned by by the Ivory Tower? He didn't know. Yes. He didn't know? He did not know. At least his was sanctioned. Why did they choose Jimmy, though? Why would they want to turn him? He was an idiot. That is exactly why they wanted to turn him. He would do as he was told. I guess Carol Jackson knew how to pick him. Yes, it seems that she did until they, the last two she picked got her killed. All right, so, I mean, but which one did the, which one knows the ritual? I mean, who could do it? You do know that Alice is Tremere, mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth to you. Yeah, most likely the Tremere. Hmm. So you said the highest ranking women in the clan. I did. What if there's a higher ranking man in that clan? Did they know? I think for the purposes of this particular conspiracy, there are no men involved. Uh, Cutouts, useful idiots. Let us both face facts. Walter was an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that has to, that's a qualification to be the Baron here in this territory, obviously, which is you know, going to be weird for Terrence to do it. But 
yeah, idiots. Because they don't want anybody smart here. Because, and again, she'll gesture around the room. Yes, and they wanted it specifically forgotten, hard to find. Yeah, but I'm saying if these if these women went and acted that way, even you know, and did this, then wouldn't the barons like punish them? I mean, they kind of did go against the whole thing. I believe that part of the contract that Catherine Phillips has signed with the barons is that they weren't going to make a fuss about his disappearance, and in turn, they would have control over their fiefdoms. This area was carved off, Walter was made baron, he was given stipend, and he could do with things as he saw fit, which was largely nothing. He did not want to do anything. I mean, I know this stuff isn't usually, you know, punished. You know, you don't usually get punished for it because, you know, it's expected and all. I thought if you, if somebody figured out what you did, then you kind of didn't do a good job of keeping it hidden. And that's the big sin here, right? Like you got caught and that's the sin, not so much this. But the, you know, we figured it out. It's not the crime, it is the cover up. Yeah, like the, you did a poor cover-up and we're upset about that, but kudos to you on the actual crime. Uh, yes, but uh, what what else did you say? It was... But, they had to get on, get about the business of doing this to the entire city? Yeah, they said now, now the city. Like, I mean, they didn't go and kill, like, all the male kindred. So what did she mean by now the rest of the city? Or was it just take control? But there are no female barons. So what was it? What are they doing with the city? You're the that, conspiracy theorist. Come on. Theorize. Okay. Okay. Very well. Okay. We look at this ritual right here. This is not something that can be done off the cuff. It cannot be done with a lot of people. It looks extremely complicated. And of course, as you see, they had this enclosed specifically to keep it going in stasis to maintain everything inside. Very clearly, personal vendetta. That set aside, there's no reason to do this particular ritual anywhere else. But what does it signify? Why this tree? Why the pot? Why? The, the, the personal vendetta aside, why this ritual? On a ley line. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have an apple. And we have a tree. And we have a snake. And we have a guy. Got some chicks. Are are you... Is are, it biblical? I, I don't see how it could get any less biblical. But I don't recall the legend of Adam and Eve having a stake driven into Adam's heart. Yeah, but maybe that's what should have happened. I mean, I don't know. I'm not much of a religion. Oh, God. How how much would Art know about the <laughs> Book of Nod and the Book of Lilith? <laughs> uh, a, a counter question I might have is, how much stock do you think Art puts in vampire creation myths? I... He he's got two dots of stock in it, right? 
So it's, you know, I has he gone back into the annals of history? Not yet, because he hasn't been able to break into Terrence's library. Yeah. But I think that there would have been a point where he was talking with Helmet, his sire, when he was learning his lineage, mm-hmm. that some of these things might have come up. Not like an explanation of like vampire creation myth, but as kind of a, oh yeah, here's something that might tickle your, tickle your curiosity bone later. And he might have gotten a thing or two out of that. I also have a cult, and maybe I can roll to assist. Uh, if you guys want to, I mean, you guys are talking about spooky occult shit right now. Uh, yeah, Art, if you want to roll your intelligence plus occult with an extra die from Missy, we can go ahead and do that. We can see what what we get. That is four on six. So the basic vampire, the basic vampire creation myth is that Cain killed Abel. God smote Cain with the curse of undeath. And he was forever cursed to walk these lands until he repented for his sin. Uh, yes. Um, which, if you take that as rote, means that Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, etc., is all like. In order for Cain and Abel to have happened, all of the rest of that shit would have also had to have been happened. So, therefore, is you know yeah. also true. But isn't there the other myth of? God created Adam and then he created Lilith. Lilith wouldn't serve man, wouldn't serve Adam, and so he got rid of her and made Eve. Uh, is that jupe knowledge, or do you think jupe that that knowledge. is... That's jupe knowledge. That is okay. not Missy knowledge. No, no, no. Okay. Do you think that that is something that Missy would have brushed up against with her dots of a cult? She's heard of the the Lilith story, I'm sure. Okay. It's a gothy thing to to know. Yes. It is super gothy. It is super gothy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so as you guys are walking backwards from Cain, Abel, Adam, Eve, Missy pipes up with this Lilith thing where uh she was supposed to be the first wife of Adam and Adam was like, "Yo, bitch, do shit." And she was like, "Nah, man, I haven't that." Uh and then was cast out of the garden. Uh, similarly, later on, Cain was also cast out of the garden after inventing murder, for the lack of a better term. Which, you know, how was he supposed to know what was going to happen? It's not like anybody's been murdered before. Right? Like, right? have some forgiveness. <laughs> it's like, no wonder why he is not... Uh, I wonder why he has not felt guilty about it. Like, how was he supposed to know? And that's the story that he's sticking to. I don't think you have enough hits to get information upon a Lilith-based book, but the idea of the Book of Nod being a rumored book that people haven't had, air quotes, full copies of, that it's been talked about in bits, pieces, and that kind of stuff could be something that you guys know about and that it covers, for a shorthand, a vampire version of the Bible. Uh, the first cities, the uh, pre-flood stuff, but the specifics of what in is what is in it would be hard to to nail down without an, either an expert or pieces of it to work from. Um, so, Book of Nod, yes, 
Lilith as a thing in the Bible, yes. Uh, Revelations of the Dark Mother, no. Mm. Oh, I also believe Art's the kind of person that would have a Bible that he could use as a reference material for this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's got a couple of them, I'm sure. He's probably like most of the the main the main ones. Like he's got a Gideon, he's got a King James, he's got a Gutenberg. And they're all PDFs on his phone. Not all of them, but there is one <laughs> of them. Yes. He he has a copy of the Gideon's Bible because he really liked the first Mission Impossible movie. Was there a Bible in the Da Vinci Code? I want to say it was. Uh, I'm sure there was. Okay, I wasn't sure if that would also be Gideon or if that would be something else. Getting back to it, Art's going to shake his head and he says, it, it can't get much more biblical than this, but I'm going to have to do some research to find where turning a kindred into a tree with an apple and a snake, it seems awfully specific for a ritual, biblical or no. So, where do we go to find out? I can think of two places. We'll go to the first one, which is my place, where I have all of my information. The second place would be Terence's, and that's going to take a couple of days. If he's even willing to help. If he is even willing to help. We'll just say, hey, by the way, there is a Tremere that you may know that is part of a giant conspiracy to take over the town of Springfield and all the kindred that live within it. Oh, and do you want to be our baron? Yeah, we'll let you be our baron if you let us look <laughs> at your library. See, you have to you have to show it as an advantage, as as a yes. gift, and not a curse. Ah. <laughs> so Ars gonna look back up at at Cartwright and say, Prince Cartwright, I regret to tell you, you will have to stay here for the time being. But if things get very bad, don't worry. I'll come back and I'll pull out that stake. It's the last thing I do. Give me a wits and insight roll or awareness, whichever, as you say these things to him. Uh, do wits and insight gives me a success. Cool. Uh, Missy, how much attention are you paying to this exchange? Doesn't have to be a lot. Uh, no, she's paying attention. Like she's she's observed. She was just in a conversation with them, and okay, yeah. uh, you can give me the same role. Insight. Yeah, you're gonna be a little bit lower because uh, you premonished on things. No, I'm not. Two uh, successes. Yeah, two successes is not gonna be enough for what I was looking for. I mean, I'm happy to spend another willpower and re-roll three. That is up to you. I will also allow you to uh, blood surge if you want for extra dice. Uh, yeah, I'll do that too. Get myself hungrier, and I will roll. So three, three. Yeah. Okay. Um, you say these things to Cartwright, and while vampires don't have the same automated responses to stimuli that mortals or humans do, or even animals. Uh, when you say these things and you make any kind of physical contact that you do, there is no 
there is no recognition of the meaning of your words. Like his, mm. his pupils don't dilate, they don't move off of looking straight at you. Um, granted, when you're staked, doing any kind of thing is very difficult and requires an expenditure of will. But there is less than no response here. Hmm. Well, you have been logged in here for 25 years, if that. I remember how I was when I was staked for six months in a shipping container. You have to have no mind left. You'd just be a ravening beast if I pulled that stake out. Hmm. Conversely, Mischief, we could just eat him. You want to eat this guy? No, I'm saying it's an option. Uh, yeah, we uh, eat him and then uh, we walk around town. And don't you think we're going to get some weird looks if somebody sees that we just ate a vampire? Um. Then Missy's going to think about it a bit. She's going to look at him and go, but I mean, it would solve the problem. <laughs> it uh, it would solve a problem, yes. It would uh, likely open us up to several more, but uh, the possibility is to let's keep it in the back of pocket until we uh, do a little bit of research about this. Uh... Yeah, I don't want to ingest ritual. Yeah, it's true. It's a, it's a yeah. spice that nobody gets used to. <laughs> I think they're going to... Uh, Eric's going to start making his way back out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, close the thing up and head back to his haven. Bring Missy along. The way you were talking, I was like, wow, are you not inviting Missy back? Okay. Fine. What are your plans back at your haven? I'm going to grab that Gideon Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and start doing research on, on the rituals. He's going to go through his contacts, not even go through his contacts. He's going to go through his files primarily. He's going to pull up anything that would suggest any type of crazy garden based religious ritual that might've happened in town in the past 30 years. And I think he's going to send a note to Abishai asking for a meeting, just the two of them. How very Um, Because if we add Malkavians, that might be that might, might be dangerous. Be. Because his Malkavian is the one that's in on the conspiracy. Oh, I see. I see. He'll amend it. It'll be him and Missy and Abishai. No, you don't have to amend anything. No, no, he'll amend it. No. If no. if you if you had made the noise. Oh. So the three of them. Okay. He doesn't want to put this on the network yet, but he needs to know what Abishai knows because Abishai clearly knows more than he's letting on. Missy, are you going back with Art to do this, or are you? What are what are your plans? No, I'm back at Art to help him with research, figure out what he finds out. Okay. But when he mentions the Abishai thing, then definitely say, yeah. Much to his chagrin.
It is the 29th of October, 2023. This is Halloween Eve Eve. Uh, And oh boy, things that happened last time. Uh, Art and Missy returned to the mall with the intention of finding some answers. And boy, howdy, did they find some answers. Uh, You guys went down under the mall. Mm -hmm. You debated doing some stuff. You found some magical bullshit that was going on under there. You found a bank vault door that had previously gone sort of missing. Uh, it, wa- it wasn't in the bank and you know could have been sold off to people, but here it was. And then just a, a short while later, you opened the door to find the body of the previous prince Samuel Cartwright. Staked trees, vines, branches, however you want to want to call it, foliage growing out of his body, encompassing the entire room, along with four seemingly feral ghosts. Uh does that kind of wrap it up to where you guys remember? Uh just about. There was one thing that you're missing. Oh. Cartwright is conscious because he looked at us when we came uh, in. Well, yeah. That that is certainly a thing. Um Yeah, cool. <laughs> um if you guys have no clarifying questions on recap stuff, I will set things up and figure out where we're going from there. Go for it. I'm good. I'm good. Let me turn my music down just a scotch. Yeah, come on. I I closed contraband police for this. I'm paying attention. You should too. What's contraband police? Uh, it's papers, please, but uh, um, fully immersed. Just you're you're manning a border post and you're investigating cars for contraband. So you check documents. The documents don't match. You search the car and find little contraband spots and cut seats open and shit and. That's gotcha. how you do. It's uh it's paper please 2.0. Yes. Excellent. Cool. Um in that case uh I have to turn all of this into a get out of steak free card. A vegan card if you will, a V card. <laughs> that blazing saddles coming back in. I have three successes on five dice. Yes, it's almost a messy critical, but almost is not actually. Horseshoes, hand grenades, and world domination is the only time it counts. Indeed. Uh, What I have just messaged them is a bit of the backstory of Catherine Phillips, which I think is up on Patreon for those of you that are here. Uh, This whole part will get chopped down as I truncate things. Um, I think I put an NPC spotlight on there. Uh, let me write down a note. Oz, uh, so have you read this before? I have. Okay, so that means I, we at least talked about it somewhere. Yes. Okay, that means it's probably somewhere, but let me just write a note down for myself. I mean, you guys are talking about spooky occult shit right now. Uh, what's the... I have access to your character sheets. I can answer this question for myself. He he has a copy of the Gideon's Bible because he really liked the first Mission Impossible movie. 
<laughs> what is the context of the the Gideon Bible in that movie? Because I the not... the very first Mission Impossible movie, uh, Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise, was giving codes to an unknown buyer for the CAI, the CIA knock list, the list of all of their undercover agents. And he was using a, a Gideon's Bible. And it turns out that John Voigt, his mentor, was the one who also used that same Gideon Bible to betray the IMF team and get the knock list so he could get rich. So the Gideon Bible was used as like uh, it was used as a code, and he would use certain uh, verses from the Bible to communicate. Hmm. The long story short, go back and watch the first Mission Impossible movie. It 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 holds up. It's good. It sets the bar. The second one, no. Third one, very high bar. Uh, if you want to write up that letter. Uh, we can hand it to Abishai, and then we can work on scheduling that. Uh, all, all right. I don't know, Matt. It's just going to be a very uh, in-depth letter, but... Let's go to cut it for tonight. Okay. Um, mostly because we have to talk to Abishai. We have to talk to... Uh, if you also want to outline some questions that you guys have for him this way I can pre-arm him with any knowledge that he may have um, and hopefully so I can try to listening to this so that <laughs> you know what's coming yeah yay um and then are you going to do anything with Coco and Terrence are you I guess part of that will depend upon what the conversation with Abishai has, but are you yeah. intending to bring them into this conspiracy in any method? Uh, yeah, I'll bring them into the conspiracy. Okay. I, I, the, the coterie as a whole needs to be made, needs to know. And right. I know that the, the two people I can, I can trust right now are Missy and Coco. Missy, cause she knows nothing about this. And she's discovering it as well as as art is, and Coco because Coco is is a known quantity, and has no ability for circumspection, no ability for any type of like concealment, and simply is not built to be in a conspiracy <laughs> of this level. <laughs> no, no, she is. Are you is trying not. to say she's not subtle? Correct. <laughs> Glad we got there. Sorry, I was trying to throw a dog a bone here. You sound just like Cartwright. You're going to end up in a basement somewhere. Um, the, the entire reason <laughs> I was down here, the entire reason that Art was down there was to start building his labyrinth. He's been trying to build a fucking labyrinth for like a year. Ken discovers all this. Yeah, and we're still sidetracked. He's still not going to get that fucking labyrinth done. He's never going to get his projects done. Sorry. No. <laughs> Take my fucking twenty karma back. <laughs> no, no, Give me it'll, that. It'll all be done. My fucking karma. Uh, yeah, no, that's that'll all be in place. Like as soon as we time skip from here at all. Okay. Cool. All right, let me get rid of the boys. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. 
Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.